So, when did counseling stop being about problem solving? Well, not anymore. Introducing solution-focused counseling with the unlicensed counselor. And now, here's your host, Steve Moak. Well, hello and welcome to the year-end episode of The Unlicensed Counselor. My name is Steve Moak. I am The Unlicensed Counselor and as always so grateful to be here today on audio and video. Yeah, I'm looking over your way, Daniel. I said that live on the pod. It's all good, my friend. Uh, hey, just uh, so happy to be here. What a, what a beautiful year in review, not without its struggles, but man, 2023, I don't know about you, but I can speak for me personally, was a, was a big growth year. And I'm just excited to kind of see what 2024 has in store. Uh, you know, because it's just a, it's a new year, new horizons. I like kind of this time of the year. It's like, ooh, what's going to happen? I'm making plans. I've got ideas and thoughts. And, and it's always kind of neat to see how those unfold. So a couple of things before we jump into the pod today. Uh, first off, I had, an, I had an entire episode plan. I was talking to a friend of mine in yoga this morning, and while I was in hot yoga, I just I felt like I had something else that I wanted to talk about today that was kind of weighing on my mind. So I got home from that and actually started writing an entire new outline for today's show. And today I want to talk about how to live a little bit deeper a life, right? You know, it's something that I've been focused on being more intentional, how to find a little more depth, how to be deeper in my own life. And I had some thoughts uh, that I've kind of put together over the last few hours that I want to talk about and share and agree, disagree. But these are just things that have kind of struck me. And then maybe we'll talk about kind of lessons learned in 2023, which was I, I was originally going to talk about kind of coming into this episode. So I don't know, sometimes you just get, I don't know, struck or moved or thoughts, you know. And again, one of the reasons why I like hot yoga is you kind of get in there, you think, you kind of chew on some things and you never know what comes out on the other side, except sweat. I know that happens every single time, but that's that's part of the beauty of it. But before we get into how to live a deeper life, or at least the unlicensed counselor's thoughts on how to live a deeper life, I want to take a second and say thank you, thank you, thank you to our friends over at ShareTech. Look, you know, when I went out to kind of initially start this podcast, you know, I'd had that business of the the very unique drug and alcohol screening product. And, and I said, hey, I want to start talking about this. If you guys could be a sponsor. And, and they said, absolutely love to love to help out. So big thanks to our friends at ShareTech. If you are in the market for a drug or alcohol screen and, and look, if you have thoughts, if you're curious, if you're wondering, go get a test. Go pick up the ShareTech test. That's S-H-A-R-E-T-E-K. It is the test that the leading outpatient and treatment centers use for their at-home testing across the country. They would not use that to any Amazon, Walgreens, CVS, pee in a cup, look at a strip type of test. That stuff is fraught with inaccuracies and it's limited in the scope and can be cheated and manipulated very easily, right? With many devices that I've talked about from fake pee, synthetic pee, to prosthetic device to additives, to substitution. ShareTech has built a way to eliminate and make sure that all of those things, even if they are attempted, are then detected and flagged on the report that is sent to you as well so you can trust the results. Look, drug and alcohol testing, I think, is the number one screening, is the number one tool that you have to really know what's going on. Everything else, they can talk about evidence-based practices, drug and alcohol screening tells you exactly what you need to know. Right, and the ShareTech test tells you the level. So, again, wanted to take a, a minute and say big thanks to our friends at ShareTech. You know, really appreciate the support and helping get this thing off the off the ground this year. And then also, I want to say a big thank you to our friends and obviously the nonprofit that I helped found at the StopStartsHere.org. Visit the StopStartsHere.org. Follow us. 
find out some of the content that we're doing. We just released an updated campaign where we sat down with a mom uh, who just lost her son. Well, not just. It was about a couple of years ago. Uh, but she's now raising uh, the the son or daughter of the of the the son that she lost. So we did a long form interview there, and we're just starting to release some of the content there. It is powerful stuff. It is performing really well. This is the type of content that we want to continue to do over the next uh, couple of years. We are a youth drug prevention organization. Follow us. It's very important, but we're doing it entirely focused on social media. So go to the stopstartshere.org, follow us, donate, all that good stuff. So look, just appreciate everybody taking the time this year to listen, to download, to share the episodes, the nice comments I get, even the not so nice comments I get from time to time, which isn't as many as I, I thought I was going to get candidly when I was firing up the show. But it's been a real joy and, and just really appreciate the time, the support, the listeners, downloads, shares, all that good stuff. So, all right. You know, I, uh, I spent the last week with my family, right? Good times. Good times. I'm sure they're listening as well, too. Hey, I, I did have a good time with everybody outside of, uh, you know, some uh, kiddos being sick out there and, and how we kind of navigate around that. But save that episode for another show and how often someone needs to visit their pediatrician. I know my thoughts on it, but evidently that's not common, <laughs> commonly shared view. But that's neither here nor there. But over the course of that week, I think this is what got me thunk, thinking about how to live a deeper life. And I had already kind of game planned for another show, but I just had these thoughts kind of weighing on me. You know, it's being around family. My grandmother there, which was obviously my great-grandmother to my four-year-old daughter. So we kind of had this multi-generational kind of folks in there. We had my brother and his wife and their kids. And, you know, my daughter was in ski school and everybody's having fun. And there's gifts. You know, it's just a it's a happy time of year. And I enjoy all this stuff, but I'm constantly kind of I had some interesting conversations. I had uh, my uncle who was in town previously, and he has a very different set of political views than I do. And, you know, I'm constantly looking at kind of what's underneath. Like I get the views, but I want to know why and how kind of those beliefs are constructed and what are you doing to kind of live a deeper life and how you perceive things. And so long story longer, I just had all these thoughts kind of flowing into me. And honestly, it just kind of came together this morning. I was like, well, let's talk about this stuff, right? You know, I've had these thoughts. Let's talk about it a little bit more. So, you know, here is kind of, a, you know, the unlicensed counselor's guide to living a little bit of deeper life, right? So I want to talk about happiness. I'm going to talk about some practical tips. But number one, I want to start with kind of mindfulness, right? We've talked about this over the course of the year, right? But mindfulness is a big word with a lot of different ways to be interpreted. Keep it simple when you're thinking about how to live, start starting to live a maybe a more deeper life. And that's just let's take let's take a, a minute in the morning and observe some of the little details around you. If you're out walking your dog or if the leaves are kind of blowing a little bit or if maybe there's some dew on the grass or, you know, just the sun's hitting the trees in the right way, you know, those are like little mini kind of meditation type moments, right? Just, just, just pause and try and take that in and, and don't worry about your phone or the emails or the calls you've got today or the bills that you got to pay and things like that. I, I know it's hard, but these are practices, right? Things that you need to do repetitively to kind of adopt these and make them a central part of your life. Try and find ways to stay present in what you see, what you hear, what you feel. I would even add another one in smell, right? You know, I was, when we were up skiing, like there was, 
there was chili cooking and there was kind of chocolate chip cookies that were being baked. And, you know, there was just these different things. So it's kind of tuning in to your senses a little bit more and just kind of hearing and seeing those things. Maybe it's a song or find whatever it is that, that kind of connects you and kind of lights a little bit of fire under you. That when, when I say mindfulness, that's the stuff that I'm talking about. There's a million different ways to practice mindfulness, right? But I also think that dovetails into gratitude as well, too. And look, we've talked about the journals and the things that you're going to be doing or can be doing. But I, I, I find a way to be a little more present. Find a way to just go, wow, that was fun or that was nice. You know, I'm always telling my daughter as we're going throughout the isn't it great? Like we get to visit Park City or we get to live in Scottsdale, Arizona. It's this beautiful day and we get to go out hiking like you know, I'm just, it, it costs you nothing to do this. I mean, I think people think, you know, maybe you got to do things or buy things. It's, it's just a mentality that you have. So I really try and show that through example to my daughter as we're out doing things. We're very active and it's just like, wow, isn't this fun that we just get to ride this bike or you get to drive in your little electric Jeep or we get to go for a walk or w whatever it is. So finding these ways to kind of incorporate gratitude, not only in your life, and then if you have little ones, to be able to kind of show that through example as well, too. You know, I think starting those types of things, you're going to just find a, a greater connection, sense of purpose, and really kind of hopefully deepening some of the, uh, the areas of your life. Which, by the way, I think will make you a more interesting person as well, too, if you think about it. And we'll touch more on that later. Number two I had on my list was kind of living with a little bit more purpose. Now, I've heard that a lot, but I hear it oftentimes in religious contexts, right? It's like a deeper driven purpose and the purpose driven life and all those things. And those that's good stuff. Don't don't get me wrong. But let's let's keep it a little more simple as uh, well, too. So, you know, thinking about maybe the things that you do, the activities that you participate, the actions that you do, are they kind of aligned with your values, right? Is your work kind of aligned with your values? Have you even stopped and thought about of what are my core values? Have you assessed if maybe you did core values a long time ago and maybe you're 44 now and, and haven't given as much thought to what those core values are? And are they aligning with who you want to be in your life? Maybe you're a dad now, right? Or maybe your kids are out of school. You know, things shift over time. And I think it's important to take a time out and, and kind of make sure that you're thinking intentionally about these things. And are you in line? And do you know who you are and where you want to be and where you're going? So just... Just taking a couple minutes out of your days, your week, and I know this is a big goal-setting time, and I do actually believe goal-setting is a, is a good thing to participate in, and I'm sure there are a lot of podcasts that will be out there talking about it. But you know, make sure that you, you know what your values are. Maybe you need to reassess those. Maybe you're at a different point in life, and maybe you need to check in with your wife. And like, do we, are we, do we have the same values that we do? What are your values? Mine, mine are this, or I thought they were this. Maybe they're kind of this now. And making sure that, again, you're living in alignment with those things as well, too. Otherwise, you're probably going to you know, run into some frustrations points in your own life if you're kind of doing one thing, but you know, your, your values are kind of saying you should be or thinking you're doing, uh, doing something else. 
right? You know, again, on the goal side of thing, just to touch on that because it's that time of the year, you know, I'm not big on the vision boards or anything like that. But, you know, if you do want to make some goals, keep them limited, keep them within a couple buckets and be specific and then see if you can actually track those things over time as well, too. I, I do think that, you know, purposeful living, having something to, to aim for is important. I mean, you don't just shut up on a, on a cruise ship with nowhere to go. You know where you're going. Right. And, and I think it's just simple little things like that. But there's a million ways that you can Google goal setting and how you want to do it and sheets and all that stuff. I think it's a worthwhile exercise. I do feel like most people tend to go overboard with it as well, too. Number three, you know, this is one that I have been focused on and am going to continue to be focused on going into 2024 as well as cultivating deeper relationships. Right. You know, uh, first and foremost, my relationship with my daughter being a single dad now, you know, that is something that's really important to me is kind of continuing to build that relationship and also being a good example. You know, I don't just want to say things. I like to lead by us doing things together as well, too. You know, whether that's family dinners, you know, going on little weekend trips together, you know, making sure that she's getting to spend time with my parents or her cousins and, you know, even the ex-wife and her brothers and sisters over there, you know, making sure that quality time is kind of built into the schedule. I just think that's really important, you know, as a sub point to kind of cultivating deeper relationships or deeper relationships. I don't apply this to my daughter, but it's kind of having deeper conversations. So I referenced my uncle was just in town and, you know, he has a very far, uh, we'll just say left uh, opinion on politics and things like that, which, you know, not my cup of tea, but I'm fascinated with how and why you believe those things and what led you to believe those things. And those conversations entailed all of the current events and political spectrums, but religion and upbringing and raising kids and things like that. And I think it's really important to, to have deep conversations. And I would say even deep conversations with people that you may not necessarily agree with, maybe not the bulk of your time having those, but I do think it's important so that we can kind of have a, a more rounded approach and, and kind of try and understand why people believe PLC the way that they think they view things. Right. Um, but I, I just, I really enjoyed it. And we were, you get a little heated at times and then we can back off, but we have a level of friendship and respect for one another that even though we, you know, adamantly disagree on certain topics, we can at least hear each other out and kind of understand maybe a little bit of why that person feels that way. And outside of kind of maybe more challenging conversations, I think just deeper conversations with friends than maybe a lot of the sur superficial stuff that we have. And I think there's a time and a place for that, right? I mean, a lot of my friends are from the gym or from yoga and things like that. And, you know, in between basketball games, I'm not, I'm not looking to talk about the meaning of life or, you know, what your goals are for 2024. But I do think that, you know, you know, meeting somebody for a cup of coffee, checking in, you know, earnestly wanting to know what's going on in their life. Is there anything you think I could do better or how could I be a better friend to you and things like that? I, I think those things are important in that. I think for guys, it can be a little embarrassing too. It's those are harder kind of conversations to broach. Like, hey, how you doing out there? You know, it's, it's kind of weird or uncomfortable, or at least maybe it is for this this podcaster. But it's something that I want to get better on to really because I enjoy those conversations. So, you know, I found that in dating, like I can get into a lot of these things because you're trying to kind of unpack a lot of what this person's about, but. How can you, you know, have those same type of conversations with, you know, friends, 
that maybe you've known for years and maybe you want to, you know, kind of dig into things a little bit more. So something to think about and ways to kind of introduce these and be like, you know, in 2024, I'd like to kind of like to learn some new things about people. Maybe that's a way that you could be like, look, I'd like to invite everybody out to coffee and just kind of talk a little bit more and dig into things a little bit more. So whatever way that you want to do that, I think it's a worthwhile endeavor. Try it, play with it, see how it works. But I do think really kind of digging in to some of these deeper conversations will lead to deeper relationships and a better feeling within your life and kind of a closeness to the people that are important to you in your life as well too. You know, number four on my list was continuous learning and growth. You know, one of the things I've written down on my notes that let's, let's, let's try and find an hour each week to do something different, something that we've never done before, something you may not normally do, something maybe you don't even really like or you've been afraid to try. You know, I've already, you know, I'm getting ready for 2024 and I'm, I'm trying a couple new things. I've been kind of interested in the stoicism mindset thing a little bit that's been floating around out there. So I'm, I'm learning about that. I signed up for the Wall Street Journal the other day. I'm like, felt old doing it, but I was like, what the hell? I mean, I, I enjoy, like I just said, enjoy deep conversations. Well, you got to you got to be more well-read and well-rounded, and, and I need to be in, in the aware of a lot of different things. We'll see, right? I want to try some different things. I want to get some different points of view. I want to be more educated on certain things, right? So I want to learn and do things. Look, in 23, I started a podcast, right? I didn't have any skill or training in order to do this, but I went out there and did it. You know, I don't care if that's trying to, you know, there's apps that you can get to learn a new language now or go become a photographer, you know? Find an hour each week to go do something, just one hour, right? One hour, maybe that's hot yoga, right? I mean, that was kind of a lot of my 2023 stuff. Now I'm looking at what do I want to do? What do I want to challenge myself with for an hour once a week uh, to kind of learn, grow, try something else, stay outside of my little comfort zone. It's real easy to get insulated and kind of just be like, I'm good with kind of where I'm at. You know, maybe you want to go to a workshop or a seminar, right? You know, again, I've said I want to get, I want to do an open mic sometime. So that's going to be on my list as well in 2024 to get out there and do it. I want to schedule these things, get it on the calendar. I'm going to commit to some of this stuff and I'm going to try it. Who knows what will come of it? Maybe nothing, right? But I at least pushed myself. I set something out there. I put something out there in front of me to go out and try and do, right? And again, those the the whole point of this is to try and live a little bit deeper to kind of get out of that little box that we live in challenge yourself push yourself grow a little bit and these are all little things that kind of nudge you in that direction right so you know number five on my list is something i'm passionate about is just health and well-being is in general right so living an active lifestyle i i just that is a is the way i'm wired I'm fortunate that it's the way I'm wired because I just think that there's so much benefit from that. Um, but maybe you can start smaller. Maybe you can sign up for the yoga class. It doesn't have to be a hot yoga. Maybe you can start going for a bike ride or get the e-bike and just get outside or going for that walk. I mean, everything I see around kind of weight loss and stuff, again, I've said this before, starts with walking, people just getting out there and walking. You know, starting to choose this drink over that drink. And I'm talking about, you know, sparkling water over soda. I'm not even getting into the booze and, and all that stuff. I've talked enough about drugs and alcohol over the course of that year. 
But, you know, just finding a way to get moving, right? Find physical activities that bring you happiness. I don't want these activities that I'm encouraging you to do to feel like a drag. Like, find something, get out on your rollerblades, right? I don't know, people still have rollerblades? I have no idea. But find something that makes you smile while you're doing it. Don't worry about the calories burned or the weight loss. Do it because it brings you some happiness and some joy when you're getting out there and doing that. And the next under this kind of health and wellness is just eating a little bit better, right? Let's maybe try cooking at home a little bit more. Or maybe we're just shifting some of the places if you eat out and you're used to going with fast food or maybe something that's heavy on the carbs or whatever. And that's, let's try that little salad place that you can grab and pick up. Or maybe when you're at Chick-fil-A, you get the chicken sandwich and the salad and maybe leave the fry. You know, mix, mix it up. Let's try and think about it. When you're at the store and you're picking up some things, Maybe look at the ingredients. Maybe try something that can be a little bit healthier. Maybe do a little research and find what salad dressing is a little bit better. You don't have to go overboard with this, but I'm just saying find a way to kind of maybe improve a little bit of the nutrition that you're putting into your body. I mean, that's the fuel that we run off of, right? So if you're just putting in a bunch of crap you're probably not going to feel your best. And I'm not die hard on the extreme, all this stuff. I Look, if I could eat organic and all this stuff, I mean, I'd have to, this podcast better take off. I'm going to be able to support the, the, the cash expenditure to do everything that I want to do around health and wellness and nutrition. I, I get it. But you can make some small changes that, that, that do. I mean, look, buying a thing of eggs and cooking them how you want it is not that expensive. And that's a great way to start. You know, I've switched out my salad dress. I eat a lot of salad and I went from kind of all this junky oil stuff to kind of avocado based stuff. Like there's just little things that you can do. So don't cop out on the, it's expensive. I don't want to, like there's little ways to do this with the, you know, go to Costco and get the tuna fish or the eggs or whatever it is and just find little ways to eat a little bit healthier. I mean, we're adults now. We don't need to be snacking all day. I don't need a soda in front of me all the day. Like there's just little ways that we can improve our lives. So be a little more conscious of that maybe as you're going into 2024. And again, as I've changed some of the way that I look at f food and much more as kind of fuel for a healthy body than just kind of what makes me feel good, it's changed how I eat, how I view food, and again, living a little bit deeper just because I'm more conscious of the things that I want to, to put in my body and how they make me feel. Like that's how this ties into kind of this overall episode. So just something to think about instead of kind of being kind of unconscious as we're, look, I was just on a trip and we was eating some cookies and having some, you know, hot chocolate and stuff. There's a time and a place for that. But in terms of all around lifestyle, being a little more conscious about what we're doing, again, I, I think now I think about these things a little bit more. And, and you can go too far onto the, the health and wellness nutrition side of things as well too. But let's just put a little bit of thought into kind of what we're chowing down on, right? Number six on my list is contribution and service, right? So this is community involvement, right? You know, one of the things that I've noticed, like I, I live not, not far off a freeway here and it's like, yeah, I just see some trash on the freeway and stuff. And it's like, oh, you could join one of those cleanup days. And I'm like, or I could just go out and pick up some stuff, right? Like don't don't overdo it, right? But I wanna I wanna look for things, opportunities, activities that I wanna that I will actually get involved with, right? 
so, you know, there's all these great things of driving down to central Phoenix and volunteering at the shelter and things like that. And if you can and will do that, then please, by all means do it. I know me, I know things that I'll actually kind of get to. And if I choose things that I'm like, I know I'm never going to do that, then what the hell good is, is making that a community kind of involvement for. So go out, find something to get involved in, whether it's trash pickup or just maybe it's at your kid's school and you can go be the crossing guard for the day or go help out in the classroom or clean up, like keep it simple, keep it in your own little space right? So that you can actually hopefully pull this off instead of trying to kind of be very lofty in these things and never actually accomplishing them, right? You know, again, support a cause, get behind an organization, a local charity or fundraiser. I like to do little charity runs if they support something, you know, if somebody puts out a little fundraiser, you know, I'm always good for like 20 bucks into something like this. You know, if you, you donate to all of them, you can't necessarily put a hundred bucks into everything. I know it gets a little bit pricey, but I try and, you know, participate or support if they've got an event or a fundraiser for the school or a fundraiser for one of the nonprofits that you're passionate about, whether it's charity or cancer or substance use, whatever it is, like just get involved, right? And you're probably going to meet some other folks that are going to share similar values and are aligned with kind of how you think as well, too. And hopefully that could turn into a kind of a longer term engagement. But now, again, you're doing things, you're giving back. We're just finding a little more purpose, a little getting a little deeper in kind of who we are and a little more substance to kind of who we are as a person as well, too. Number seven on my list is, you know, let's just simplify life a little bit. Right. I I am a believer in just this. this excess we've just got too much excess we've got too much stuff we've just got too many things and i'm guilty of this in certain areas as well but i've also done a great job of trimming down the excess in my life right and and honestly i just and i, I mentioned this a couple episodes ago like i feel better with less clutter in my life when my closet has been gutted of all the stuff that i'm not wearing i don't keep all the trinkets and the junk and the da -da -da that's piled up and, and honestly, like somebody else could use it, like donate it. I'm not saying throw it in the trash, take it over to your Goodwill, Salvation Army, Thrift, whatever it is, move it along so that somebody else, because maybe a lot of the stuff that you have is still a value that somebody else can use it. But really just kind of being a little more mindful of these things. But let's also be mindful of some of the consumption of stuff that we do as well too. And, and be, you know, I'm, you know, plastic water bottles, I'm guilty of using them, but I've now moved to kind of a thermos. I know I have one right here. I don't have it with me. I just used it at hot yoga this morning, but I'll take that to the gym with me. I now have a Brita inside my house and I have the little thing in my fridge where I can get the filtered water too. I'm just trying to use a little bit less. I'm not some crazy eco person, but it's like, look, small things that I can do that can make a difference instead of putting, you know, 20 of these in the trash can every single day, even though I would recycle it, you know, it just doesn't feel right. So find whatever that is to kind of reduce a little bit. You know, let's think about all the things that we're buying and the junky stuff. Do we need it? Do we not need it? If you if you do find yourself with a lot of it, let's just let's recycle it or let's thrift it on to somebody else. Right. I think it's just those little things that kind of help clear, clear our mind up a little bit, you know, and declutter that physical space and your mental space as well, too. Right. You know, I think 
I've seen kind of these digital detox type things where you can just set your phone off to the side and not be able to use it and have dedicated time for that. For me, it's when I go to the gym. Like, it's such a weird thing. I go to the gym every single day and everybody's on their phone constantly. And I'm like, well, first off, you don't even look like you're getting that many gains from that lift. I wonder why. Maybe it's because that 90% of your time you're sitting there in the gym is looking at whatever it is that you're looking at. Put your phone down for a little bit. I enjoy, I look forward to the time where I set my phone down. I don't have my phone on me here. You know, I love the fact that no one can talk to me and I don't need to hear a ding, a beep, a bell, a whistle or anything. And I don't have to get in touch with anybody. I really, I enjoy that. So see if you can find ways in your life to kind of have little mini digital detoxes, or maybe there's bigger detoxes. That's a step I've yet to take. Maybe I'll add that to my 24 list of kind of challenges to do is to regularly maybe take extended digital detox breaks from my phone and tech and laptop and all that kind of stuff as well too. I just, I think, you know, having these regularly scheduled kind of things like that are are just healthy, kind of separate you, allows you to focus, think, you know, pause, not be distracted. Right. Again, with the intention of going a little bit deeper in your life. All right. We're getting towards the end of the list here. So creativity and expression. Right. Do you have a way to kind of we all have a creative side, whether you acknowledge it or not. I hear people say, I, I'm not creative. Not. Yes, you are. You just you, you maybe you, you don't think that however you are creative is a recognized creative way. You know, not everybody's a poet and an artist. Good God, I can't draw. I mean, you should see me try and draw something. It, it, it looks like I just closed my eyes and started scribbling. It, it's terrible, right? But, you know, I do found that I have a little thing where I'm able to connect with people via podcast. You know, maybe yours is on social media and you have a little YouTube or a blog, right? You know, those are fun little ways to be creative. You know, maybe it is knitting or weaving or go to Michael's. I'm sure they've got a hundred different hobbies that you could pick up. Find some way to just be creative and tell jokes or I I, I don't know what it is, but I do think it's important to have something set aside in a dedicated space or a day or a time to kind of explore some creative pursuits, right? Just find whatever that is and don't belittle whatever the thing is that you think is creative. If it works for you and it's creative for you, that's cool. Let's go with that, right? You know, I, everybody can write, whether that's in a journal or a blog or whatever it is. I do think it's a great way of, you know, and again, you know, the gratitude journal and stuff like that. I think it's important. So I'm not trying to poo-poo it, but it just gets talked about a lot. And I don't like to get on here and talk about the things you can go hear on 100 other different podcasts. But, I mean, find a way to kind of tap into that creative side in whatever way, shape, or form. It doesn't have to be public. It can just be a private thing that you do that you never have to share anybody. But it allows you to kind of have some fun with it. And maybe you look forward to that hour or whatever it is that you spend kind of playing and letting your mind kind of wander into these different directions. Number nine, spiritual exploration, right? I just believe this country needs more of that. I'm not pointing you into any particular religion in any way, shape, or form, but I do just think kind of thinking about these things is important as to, in in challenging, if you do participate in an organized religion, challenge why you think. I have found in the times where I have challenged, not in like I don't believe, but it's like, why do I believe what these things in this book says, right? And then having conversations with people that we're all going, not adversarial, but I'm like, I, help me explain. Explain some of this to me. Like, I, I believe in this, but I, 
I don't think I could sit here and explain it necessarily why I 100% believe everything that I read out of this or I have questions around this. So, you know, again, I'm not saying challenge. I am kind of saying challenge your beliefs in a way that you can gain a deeper understanding. I think that's what I'm saying. I don't think that is what I'm saying. Right. So find a way to kind of think about this spiritual connection in that again if you're not into the organized religion thing that can be nature that can be gardening that can be bird watching that can be outdoor exploration hiking biking rock climbing you name it just getting out there and finding something that you connect with that it feels like it fills your cup up and gives you a little greater sense of purpose i think that's really what i'm looking for I still, and I think this is going to make the list for 2024, is a more focused, intentional meditation time. You know, I've had all these different kind of ways that I have, that I find meditation in my life, but I actually want to try and start meditating where you're sitting down with the, you know, the time periods and kind of doing that. That is something that I want to try. Because again, I'd like to potentially pass that along to my daughter as well too. And How am I going to do that if I don't know the first thing about it? So I want to make sure that I get out and have an understanding of that. And then last but not least, and this is what we're going to close out, you know, the entire 2023 podcast on and a good good way to close it out, in my opinion, too. Let's make sure that we are embracing some fun, some playfulness and happiness. Right. I really want people to live a little happier life. I, I really do. I, I think so much of the angst in this country and so much of the animosity is that we're looking at our phones, we're looking at what they have, what I don't have. We're just stuck in these kind of patterns, and it's like we need to lighten up. We need to focus on the things that bring us joy. We need to find fun because fun doesn't have a political party that's associated with it. We can have fun and enjoy each other's company if we're out rock climbing or biking or going to the new putt-putt place or whatever it is, right? You know, find a theme park, go to the movie night, play some sports, go for a walk in the park, go up for that, you know, go explore a part of the state that you live in that you've never been to and you've always said you wanted to go do watch a funny movie, laugh a little bit, watch that stand-up special, find a way to incorporate a little bit of laughter and a lightheartedness and maybe being playful in your own life. Like I really just, I miss when people were just a little more playful and that's some of my favorite time in in my life with my, we just get to play and laugh and be silly and just smile, right? And have those good belly laughs, you know, appreciate those small things. Appreciate when you go and get that ice cream or that gelato or that frozen yogurt and get the little toppings on it that you like, or you listen to your favorite song and it brings you, it makes you smile. You know, appreciate those small things in your life and take notice of them. I really do believe that if you start doing, pick one or two of these things on this list of 10 things that I just talked about, that you're going to find that you're going to have a little more depth starting in your life in 2024. Again, I think it's going to make you a little more interesting of a person, but I think you're going to find some personal happiness as you kind of maybe go a couple of levels deeper than you necessarily have maybe over the previous years as well too. So that was what was on my mind today. I hope, hope, hope you got a little bit out of that. I just think it's a really neat thing to do and start It's a journey into depth. It's not just something you jump into and you land in. I think it's really a journey into living a deeper life. And I know I've been doing it. I'm finding a much greater sense of purpose and fulfillment and just happiness in my life as well, too. Well, folks, that was 
2023. Really enjoyed our time together. Looking forward to 2024. My name is Steve Moak. I am the unlicensed counselor. And until next year, we'll see you soon.